0: May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be always acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. We all have dreams. We have big dreams. We have little dreams. We have dreams for our families, our children and for ourselves. We dream that our children will be well and live healthy, joy-filled lives. We dream that our families will stay safe and stay healthy, and that life will treat us fairly. We dream for ourselves, dreams that change over the course of our life and our circumstances. Martin Luther King, whose birthday we remember today, also had dreams. A bold dream for a better world, a kinder world, a fairer world. He dreamed of a world where black boys and girls were not judged by the content of their, the color of their skin, but on the content of their character. He dreamed that this country would rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. He brought his dreams for his children and for for his people to the establishment's attention, and we listened, and there was change. Slowly, inexorably, there was change. No longer were African Americans tortured and lynched for the crime of being black in a white world. No longer was separate but equal the law of the land. Colored and white drinking fountains ceased to exist. Voting rights, education, and opportunity became more available for all. When a black man was elected as president of the United States, we were sure that racism, as Martin Luther King had experienced it, was over. But then an unarmed black teenager lay dead in the streets of Ferguson for four hours in a pool of blood. And another unarmed man in New York City lay dead face down in the streets, for the crime of selling untaxed cigarettes. And we realize that Martin Luther King's dreams of a better world are still a work in progress. These deaths are still raw and painful for their families and for their community. But perhaps the conversations that have emerged in the aftermath will bring a better understanding of the issues of racism, empathy, poverty, systemic inequality, and privilege. The conversations will not always be easy, nor will they be comfortable. But they're conversations we must have. Black Lives Matter is what the protesters in Ferguson and New York City and in cities across the country proclaimed. And they are absolutely correct. Because if black lives don't matter, no one's life matters. Martin Luther King understood this when he wrote, Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We are tied together in a single garment of destiny, caught in an inescapable network of mutuality. The protests weren't always pretty. They weren't always well-behaved. But they were the voices of people wanting to be loved and treated as equals in our society. And then two police officers were murdered by a man with a history of mental illness and had access to guns. And the conversation now has another layer. And for some, that conversation became about us versus them. But that is not what the conversation should be about. The conversation should always be about what brings us together and not what tears us apart. We're living in a world that seems to be increasingly driven by our differences, the color of our skin our gender, our sexual identity, or our religion, and not by our common humanity, our inescapable network of mutuality. In 1963, Dr. King spoke on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, and he gave his most famous and his most quoted speech, I Have a Dream, pleading for justice and freedom. And while much has changed we still have not experienced the beautiful symmetry of brotherhood that he dreamed would transform a country and its people. But Dr. King also reminds us that human progress never rolls in on the wheels of inevitability, but it comes through the tireless efforts and the persistent work of dedicated individuals just like us who are willing to be co-workers with God. A God who created created us all in his image and told us to love our neighbors as ourselves. And we know exactly who our neighbors are, don't we? It's the people we're comfortable with that don't challenge our beliefs or our opinions or our prejudice or scare us. But in today's gospel lesson, Jesus tells us we don't get to pick and choose we have to love everybody, even our enemies. Doesn't mean we have to like everyone, but we do have to treat everyone with dignity and respect. That we need to continue in relationships and conversation even when we disagree about almost everything. A friend told me recently that when her daughter was in preschool, All the three-year-olds would put their hands into a circle. And the teacher would say, what colors do you see? And they would see pinks. They would see shades of brown. They'd see yellow. They'd see the blue of our veins. And then what do you see that's alike? They have fingers that wiggle. And they have fingernails. We are different. We are the same. God's dream for us is that we live in peace and in a sure knowledge that we are the beloved children of God. It is the dream that Martin Luther King held before us that the dignity and worth of all will be acknowledged and respected and that men and women will be judged on the content of their character and not by the color of their skin. While Martin Luther King was speaking to a particular time and place in history, his words still resonate with us today. He saw the world as it was, but he also saw the world for all of its potential. He believed that through God, all things were possible. And with his words and his actions he inspired his people and communities of faith to stand against the evils of racism. Through prayer, strong faith, and the perseverance of many courageous black people who literally put their lives on the line, standing up for what was right and just During this season of Epiphany, let us always remember that Jesus came to help us live into God's dream. Showing us that the way to live is with justice and compassion, love and forgiveness. To show us that we are all part of God's family, part of the inescapable network of our mutuality. We are different. We are the same. There is no longer Jew nor Greek. There is no longer slave or free. There is no longer male and female, for, for we are all one in Christ Jesus, as the Apostle Paul wrote. And the poet said it this way, I sought my soul, but my soul I could not see. I sought my God, but he eluded me. I sought my brother, and I found all three. If we are all members of God's family, then we must work to build a world where we can live together as brothers and sisters, a world that looks more like God's dream for us and not like our nightmares. You and I may never be called to march or to protest to put our lives at risk for a cause. But we can come together in worship and in prayer, remembering that when we are told at the end of the service, go in peace to love and serve the Lord, we are being sent into the world to do the work that God has given us to do. To walk out those doors as people of faith, standing up for what is right and what is just, living into God's dream for every one of us. We can also vote. Our votes, both locally and nationally, absolutely do make a difference. And others before us put their lives on the line for the right to vote. So, it's the least we can do. We can advocate for what is right and just with our local and national leaders to address issues of systemic inequality, such as poverty, the criminal justice system, and equal educational opportunities. We can speak up when a co worker or a friend makes comments or jokes that are just wrong or hateful. We can acknowledge and accept that we all have biases, and it's probably normal. But it's not okay if we allow those biases to influence how we treat others. Let us truly look at the people we see every day around us and simply smile at them, recognizing and acknowledging our common humanity. We are different. We are the same. Martin Luther King had a dream that one day justice would roll down like water and righteousness like a mighty stream, and that our leaders would be elected to do justly and love mercy and walk humbly with their God. He had a dream that one day war would come to an end and men would beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks, that one day every valley would be exalted And every mountain and hill would be made low, the rough places smooth, the crooked places straight, and the glory of the Lord would be revealed. And that with this faith, we will see the day that there is peace on earth and goodwill toward men. So let us today, as people of faith, honor the life and work of Martin Luther King, standing for and with each other in love, and in justice, and in truth, and in commitment. Let us go out those doors into the world and strive to live into God's dream for all of us. Amen.